Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. to play that and why did i get misty in the middle of it i know that's oh my a, gosh that's, that's a, our buddy bob young who sadly we lost uh, uh, a few years ago yeah and uh same bob young that did the Stephen johnny song yeah. we talked about him yesterday yeah. to the yacht lyle dean and the wgn song which we have to bring in and, and, and yeah. play one of these days yeah. too but it is website Wednesday. Yes. And, people... and, and by the way, let me back up and yes. say, yes, this is uh, uh, Chicago's Afternoon News. And uh, Lisa Dent is, for people that are wondering, no, we haven't kidnapped her. Uh, Lisa is <laughs> taking a little time off. She'll be back next Monday. And uh, we got the whole crew. We got uh, Lauren and, uh, Mary. and Mary and Kevin. Uh, Kevin and... On the other side of the glass, we got Curtis and Brian holding this whole thing together. And I mean, literally. Yes. I mean, during the brace, we're going, whoa, help me, help me. And they've been helping us greatly throughout the show. And on the line, we have a guy that spent 14 years answering computer questions for us. He started out as a student, and we tracked him down because he was mentioned in an article in USA Today. And that article was all about urban myths. And he became our internet mythologist for a yes. while. And then segued from that to the head of our Wednesday Cyber Squad, and he is currently the Director of Educational Technology. Don't use that voice. <laughs> He's the Director of Educational <laughs> Technology. <laughs> at Keck School of Medicine of USC. And he is now Dr. Patrick Crispin. Patrick, thank you for joining us on Website Wednesday. I miss you guys. Oh. It's uh, fantastic to hear you guys back on the air where you belong. Well, thank you. We just put you on a plane a week ago, so we miss you too. I, know. I spent 16 years downstairs from you guys, so, you know, <laughs> or 16 months. 16 days. days. It just felt like years. It felt like years. And we're actually very quiet people, but yes, he was downstairs. For- in fact, since we have Patrick, we have to do a shout out. Hi, Joseph. 
Yes. Hi, Joseph. Our baby Joseph, six years old, going on 16, right? Yeah. Oh, smartest he kid. Is. He's <laughs> starting first grade tomorrow. Oh, and, stop uh, it. We have seen him grow up, and it's like, oh, oh stop growing. I know, so fast. <laughs> and the, that was the best two weeks that I've had in an awful, maybe ever, is being Fantastic. able to hang with him while you guys were working. You and your wife, Christine, were working, and I got to be Gigi all day long. And everything <laughs> and, I said was I the coolest. I love the fact that Johnny is Gigi, but I love the message that I got last week saying that Joseph, apparently, I don't know what you had done, Patrick, <laughs> but Joseph was going to tell Grand Dude on you. I love that. Yeah, yes. my son is now tattling on me. so yeah, <laughs> Just like I trained him. Stage of his development. Yes, we had a long sit-down about that. I said, you got to tell us all these things. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you're putting on your, your Cyber Squad hat today, and you know that means we're going to cover a whole raft of topics, from the very basic to some more important things to people, like new developments and, and, and in fact, back to school, what people can think about buying for back to school. And I have to say, as part of our conversation, I, I now understand something that Patrick did for years. Anytime there was going to be a new unveiling of uh, some new Mac product, Patrick was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I gotta find out what it's gonna be. I am now, <laughs> I, I've swallowed the Kool-Aid, not for Macs, but for the Samsung Flip. Oh boy, <laughs> do I want to know the latest news about that, and I know you got that and Mac stuff, and we're gonna talk about uh, computer. Should we start with, uh, if you have someone who's going back to school, What's out there that's reasonably priced that's worth investing in for a, a student? And I guess we should talk about high school students. I know kids and in, in, uh, Joey will probably be using a computer when he goes to school. But uh, wh where do we start with this? And I know we're up against break pretty soon. So let me kind of introduce this by saying before you go buy anything, go and talk to the school first. Because it turns out K-12 may be giving your students a Chromebook, so you don't need to get them a computer. And if you're going to college, you really want to make sure that the computer that you get is the computer that your school recommends or your academic program recommends. Not your university, but your school. For example, the engineering school has different needs than the business school. The business school has different needs and different computers mm -hmm. than what you'd find in the education school. So before you go and purchase anything, please, 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 please check to see if there's an online website where they're going to have recommendations of what to purchase. And let me underscore that with, with a, a, a story from one of the, uh, the radio stations that Johnny and I consult is down in Panama City, Florida. It is a part of Gulf Coast Community College. We did a seminar at that college for their radio class. We walked in, and they didn't have to buy their computers because they have all new top-of-the-line Macs that the school furnished them so absolutely underscoring what patrick check said with check with your school yeah yeah absolutely An infinitesimally small percentage of the schools will give the students their their own laptops as part of the tuition it's not many but even if they don't many schools and i know i've done this with apple uh I've negotiated a discount for my students that's 5% lower than what they would get at the best price 
in the student version of the Apple Store. Wow. So you may be able to save, again, 5% out of, you know, an $1,800 purchase. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah probably want to want to hold off on that. <laughs> okay. We're just getting warmed up. This is Website Wednesday. We're going to take a bunch of questions and got a lot of ground to cover with Patrick Crispin. But let's sneak over and get an update on this lovely weather from Mary. We're all about that computer love. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio and for Lisa Dent on Chicago's Afternoon News. Website Wednesday is what we call it, and uh, we're talking computer stuff with Patrick Crispin. And Patrick, you were about to get into some recommendations, and the first thing that we, again, want to underscore, if you have someone that is going back to school, check with the school to see if there are any computer requirements or computer deals that you can get through your school? If not, then you're going to be kind of purchasing a new laptop. If it's for somebody going to college, my recommendations are, and this is going to hurt, I apologize for saying it, count on spending about $1,800 for a laptop. Wow. I I know that's a lot of money. That just answered a question from a texter who wanted (laughs) to know if you can get a decent laptop under $1,000 for college. You can get an okay laptop, but here's the issue. The laptop that you buy right now is very likely going to be the same laptop that you keep for the next four to six years in college. And if you kind of save today, you're going to hate yourself in the future because you're not going to be replacing it down the line. These are really expensive. My recommendation is if you can get one with basically a newer processor, 11th generation i7 or an M2 chip, um, on the RAM, never, ever, ever get 8 gigabytes of RAM, get 16 gigabytes of RAM. The reason why is you're just going to need it down the future. And Zoom tends to eat RAM, and sadly, you're going to be using a lot of Zoom in school. Mm -hmm. And the cheapest laptops you get out there probably only have like a 256 gigabyte hard drive. You're going to fill that up in a heartbeat. Um, The reality is you need at least 512 gigabytes of storage and preferably terabyte. So you're going to spend about $1,800. Look for basically any name brand, Dell, HP, Lenovo. I think the Dell HP, um, or sorry, the, the Dell XPS 15 uh, which is, I think, a 15.6 OLED screen. I'm giving a whole bunch of numbers and things like that. Just figure $1,800 for it. Um, the M2 MacBook Air, if you go and increase it to 16 gigs of RAM, increase it to 512 gigabytes of storage, is also $1,800. But wow. like it or not, you're going to be spending $1,800. And then it comes where you're going to go, okay, what do I get for software? Fortunately, you may not need to get anything for software. Chances are your school is going to be using Microsoft Office. Everybody uses Microsoft Office. But it turns out that Microsoft Office 365 is almost always free to students as part of the school's Microsoft A3 or A5 licensing. So if you are a student, 
basically search for the name of your school and just search for free software or the name of your school and Microsoft Office. And you may be able to download up to five copies of Microsoft Office. So you can have it running on your laptop. You can have it running on your phone, on your tablet. You can have up to five copies. It should be included as part of your tuition. Cool. Um, For any virus, um, the reality is check with your school. Again, the schools are really now getting to the point where a, a good college or university is going to give you a good antivirus program. I know that here at USC, everybody at USC gets a free copy of something called Sentinel One. We were using Sophos for the longest time. Um, a lot of schools are giving away password managers as well. Um, mm-hmm. I know that USC gives everybody LastPass premium. So as a student, if you're paying lots and lots of money in tuition, guess what? You might be entitled to a lot of free software that's available to you. If not, if you actually have to buy an antivirus program, um, the reality is that the the antivirus that comes in Windows 10 and Windows 11, which is the Microsoft Security Windows Defender, um, is good enough for most people. If you want to go and get something off the shelf right now and get a little tier above that. I can't believe I'm recommending this after all the nightmares we've had about this in the past. Norton is back. Uh, (laughs) Norton 360 Deluxe, which is, I think, $50 a year, is really sweet. Um, It also does a couple extra precautions, like it will make sure that nobody can access your webcam um, if you want to pay extra for it, there's actually a version of Norton 360 uh, Select that comes with LifeLock and the ID theft protection for wow. you. Um, and then if you want to save a little money, Norton 360 Deluxe is, is uh, $50 a year. Bitdefender AV is also a really good antivirus if you want to get something off the shelf. But again, check with your school because... You're paying all this money in tuition. Guess what? You might get something for free, or we can keep you from having to buy software that they're actually paying for you. You don't want to have to go out and spend $650 for Adobe Creative Cloud to discover that your school gives it to you for free, (laughs) or worse still, going out and buying Maxin One, which is uh, 4D rendering software. I think that's $1,200. I think you can get that for free as a student. Uh, So check with your school (laughs) can i add one other thing to this calculation depending on how much money you have to spend and our experience has been that these have really come down in price yes look at getting a solid state hard drive Um, do not get a spinning hard drive everything nowadays is going to have an ssd in it it's just going to be it's going to make your life much easier it's one less point of failure for you um and again you're getting a Dell, an HP, a Lenovo. You're getting an Apple. All of them are going to have solid state drives in it. It's it's it. Everybody's using those now. We went to a solid state drive. I, I want to say it was about uh, three or four years ago. I will never go back yeah. to a spinning hard drive. No, 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 no. We are going to talk yep. about malware. We're going to uh, get back to the business of antivirus because a lot of people have those kinds of questions. As we do Website Wednesday with Dr. Patrick Crispin. Stay with us on WGN.
Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio and for Lisa Dent on Chicago's Afternoon News. And uh, it's Website Wednesday, and we're talking about uh, all things computers. And speaking of computers, I'm going to suggest that you point your browsers to our Twitter page, twitter.com slash Steve and Johnny, and spell it out, S-T-E-V-E-A-N-D-J-O-H-N-N-I-E. And Patrick, you can do this uh, even as we're speaking. We're posting some of the pictures that we see as we're looking out of the 18th floor studios here at WGN. This is a gorgeous day in Chicago. And Johnny just got some really cool pictures of some sailboats that were going by. Well, I'm looking at Steve while we're broadcasting, and over his shoulder I see this beautiful sight. And I just lifted up my Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra <laughs> and snapped that picture. And it really it looks like a postcard. It's absolutely amazing. And zoom in on it. You can actually see the people on the boat as they're sailing by here. Uh, we have so much ground to cover on this website Wednesday with Dr. Patrick Crispin. And we've got a lot of people calling in. The number is 312-981-7200. So let's just uh, let's get down to business. jump to some phone calls. And we'll go to line one, and that would be uh, Pat. You have a router question? Uh, yes. Um, I, I know when you go to a website, you're supposed to always make sure there's HTTPS at the end for security. Mm-hmm. But when I log into my router, like as the admin to make changes, it doesn't allow me to use the S. And at the top of my page, it'll say not secure. But that's oh. the only way I can get into my router either like HTTP and with the IP address or routerlogin.net. And I just don't know, is is that secure or not? It is secure as long as you are local. Uh, The thing that that you need to do for a lot of these routers, especially if it's a Netgear router, which is this kind of baffles me, you have to actually turn HTTPS on. HTTPS is basically secure hypertext transport protocol. So it encrypts your your connections from end to end. Um, so if it's a Netgear router, you would go to routerlogin.net, and you actually then have to go into, I think, advanced, and then like web services management and turn it on. So what what's happening is very likely your router just hasn't enabled that or you haven't turned that on on the router. If you don't see that there, you may actually have to do a firmware update on the router, then log back into the router and then enable HTTPS. And that should take care of it. And the S again as in security. Yeah. Well, good security. question. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. Good question. And, back to some call. By the way, just, Go ahead. just for everybody who's calling, um, there is something called the Peter Principle, which is people rise to their own level of incompetence. I'm now a director, so I know nothing. So if we're going to open up the back lines for anybody who, who have anything you want to add that's like, Patrick, you're an idiot, please call in and say Patrick's an idiot because I'm a pointy-haired boss now. I know nothing about technology. <laughs> okay. okay, but at least you're an honest man. <laughs> All right, back to our calls. And uh, Lori, thank you for holding on. You're on WGN. Well, hi. Thank you for taking the call. Yes, so ma'am. good to talk to you all. You too. I, um, Patrick, you have saved my butt so many times I can't even <laughs> thank you. Um, and I talk to Johnny and Steve sometime, but I go back with you guys till when Johnny and Steve's 
computer was still in the box and they were using it as an end table. Yes. <laughs> I yes. remember that. Yes. Yes. That so was one of the I most secure computers in the world. It was the most secure. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my problem is I had AOL. They switched this over to Yahoo. I've never, ever liked it. And now it, my email has become, of all things, infected. AT&T and Yahoo won't help me, can't help me. I will gladly move to Gmail or anything else, but this is this. I've had this since AOL switched over, and I have years of files and folders for work and home. Mm-hmm. I can't lose. Can I either offload those or up, upload them to the cloud so I don't lose them and I can start over and let everybody know I now have a new email? Yes, you can. It, it's not something I can explain over the telephone, but what I can do is we're, if, uh, we'll give you my contact information offline, and I'll give you the instructions on how to basically download all the files and all your settings and everything, and then put it up in, in a new email program. Happy to help you on that. Oh, thank you so much, Patrick. Cool. And I'm a little baffled because I'm still using AOL. Steve's still using AOL. It and did it change recently. It, <laughs> they updated it, but... And I use both AOL and Yahoo, and neither of them are corrupt. So it, it, yeah. could it be something strictly with her provider or something uh, that just infected her computer? Or Yeah, this is one of those things that's going to take a, uh, it's t- take a longer email chain to figure yeah. out because we have to figure out what's actually going on on, on her computer I, or I, if it's actually online. Let me just say for those yeah. people that are going, AOL, I love giving out my AOL address to kids they're like what's that Stephen johnny i still have aol thank too. you mary i'm and, so happy to hear you guys say you. that and and mary <laughs> I, I, we're not the, i we may be the lone voices but i think uh, it's been my experience that aol deals with spam really yes. really well and i have never had an issue yep, yeah never same here I, it's fine with me and i use it me. for my other work job too so i'm yeah. good patrick what did you want to chime in with Meanwhile, over on my MySpace page. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> on, the, on that note, uh, well, Mary's here. Mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's going on in weather and traffic, Mayor? The trouble with your computer, but here's where the problems end. So welcome to Website Wednesday on WGN. Steve King and Johnny Putman. At WGN Radio and for uh, Lisa Dent with Chicago's Afternoon News. And this is Wednesday, so it's Website Wednesday. And uh, our Cyber Squad, uh, Squad Chief, Patrick Crisman, is joining us. And Patrick, before we get back to some phone calls, uh, we wanted to touch on some of the, the news from uh, from Apple and from Samsung. So the spotlight is on you. <laughs> yeah, Samsung today did their basically their mid-year drops. They call it Samsung Galaxy Unpacked, where they announced some new phones, uh, the new watches that are coming out soon, and then some new earpods that are you know headphones that are you can use. Um, I think Steve would be appreciative of of this that the same Samsung Galaxy Z Flip. Four, which is the horizontal flip phone. It's sort of like the old uh, Motorola clamshell without the earpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, there are some new features, but if you've got the three, 
you're going to be fine. Uh, really, Marquise Brownlee gave a, a really good review of all the stuff that came out today from from Samsung, and it's more refinement. It's just extra things and extra bells and whistles. Nothing particularly, you know, earth shattering or new. There's going to be like a selfie preview on the cover screen. It's going to be in the same image aspect as uh, the as the picture. It does do fast charging now, so you can get up to 50% charge in about 30 minutes, and that's about it. It's still $999 of yeah. charge. Well, the, the, I, want, I, I'm curious, and a lot of people who have the phone that I do, which is the uh, uh, Galaxy Z3 uh, Flip 5G, uh, and I love this phone. My, phone. my only complaint would be, boy, I'd like a little longer battery power. Did they do anything with the battery at all? Nothing that we're seeing in the battery for that phone. They did actually, it looks like they've improved the battery maybe a little bit in the, the Galaxy Z Fold 4. That's the one that do, does the vertical fold, right. sort of like a book. Right. Um, there's also a big change in the camera array, so there's now a 50 megapixel pic main sensor on it. Um, still starting at $1,799, so it's a flagship phone. Wow. Um and then there, there's the new Galaxy Watch 5 and the Galaxy Buds 2. Um, you can find out more about these online because it, really it's just, as as a lot of people are saying, this is just refinement of of sort of robust platforms that have been out for a long time. So nothing really revolutionary yet. Yeah. Okay, so now let's segue from Android over to uh, Mac. Yes. So it looks like the iPhone, we're looking for a new iPhone release within the next couple weeks, not months. Mm -hmm. Um, We very likely are going to see a notchless iPhone 14. um, And what that means is instead of the notch at the top of the screen, there's going to be a little hole punch in there for the cameras. Um, It looks like the new 10th generation entry-level iPad may not have a headphone jack in it, Hmm. which is, that's troubling, but not terrible. Because again, what you'll do is just plug in a dongle if you have an old pair of headphones that you want to plug into it. So you can still plug into it. Or could you just do Um, uh, Bluetooth? You could do Bluetooth if you have Bluetooth headphones as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking that's one of those sort of iPads that's used in schools a lot. And a lot of schools have already bought headsets that they just want to plug in. So guess what? Welcome to the, to the dongle verse. You're going to be getting lots and lots of dongles. Oh, wow. Look for um, the new AirPods Pro 2, very likely going to be announced in the next couple weeks. It looks like that's still going to be charged with a lightning pin, which is that 8-bit pin that's been around. I think Apple introduced that back in when they did the iPhone 7 back in 2016. Um, But we're starting to see, starting in 2013, almost all Mac products are going to be powered by USB-C. So that lightning cable that you have right now, Hmm. you may need to get a new USB-C cable. It should maybe come with your phone, but then again, Apple's been good at not giving you cables Mm -hmm. anymore. So just be aware of that. that, that, 
And then part of this has to do with the European Union saying that by 2024, the phones and tablets and things like that all need to have this standard USB-C connection, mm-hmm. which is pretty much what we've been using for all the other devices. I know that you guys both use Androids. You're using a USB-C to charge your phones. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple's finally catching up. Gotcha. I'm a 12-year-old boy inside here because every time yeah. you say lots and lots of dungles, I look at Steve and I go, like <laughs> <laughs> Like it's something naughty. That's one of those uh, outer context things. I know. <laughs> All right. We got just a few more minutes with uh, Patrick Crispin on Website Wednesday. Should we go to line three, who's been hanging on and got a good question about Windows? And John, what's your question for Patrick? Hello, John. Well, it's been an interesting climb from uh, punch cards to where we are now. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I keep getting, uh, I keep getting uh, notices saying I should upgrade to uh, Windows uh, 11. Yep. I've got 10 now, and uh, I understand you lose some things, but what's the point? That's a really good question because we're getting those same notices all the time. (laughs) So, Patrick, I guess that's the question. What's the point? It's all around just a better operating system. Microsoft has been working on it for a long time. It is a new design. It's not terribly different from Windows 10. If you have Windows 7 or 8, well, guess what? It's a big difference. But from Windows 11, you know, Windows 10 to Windows 11, um, you're going to see a rounded look on things. Um, you're going to see that the taskbar has changed a little bit. Um, so the start menu, which is now in the bottom center of the screen, which is really different for those of us who remember back in Windows 95, it's in the bottom left. Um, so you can move that around, by the way. So it's kind of moving things around. The start menu has changed up a little bit. There are also very much sort of new layouts that are available for you. It supports multitasking a little better. Mm -hmm. And then really it's meant to support more of the touch, pen, and voice interactions. So if you have a tablet, it works really well with it. It does voice annotations really well. So if you have a stylus, it also does some things. Um, Lots and lots of widgets that you can add to it. And it looks like Android apps might actually be coming to Windows 11 soon, maybe. We're oh. kind of thinking, I, they're, they're saying it's coming, but yeah. let's just, you know, cross your fingers. Yeah, well. So it, it's just an incremental increase. Well, and on that note, sadly, we're out of time. And uh, to those of you uh, we didn't uh, have the chance to get to, uh, Patrick, if people want to contact you, how do they do it? Uh, you're on Patrick Facebook. At, yep, Patrick Christman at gmail.com. All right. Thank you, Patrick. As always, a pleasure. Hug that baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot more coming up. Sue Foley joins us. Uh, the news is next from the Northwestern uh, Medicine Newsroom. WGN.